0: Everybody and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. I'm Stephanie Hansen from Stephanie's Dish, and I spend time on this podcast talking to cool people, doing cool things in the state of Minnesota. And Liz Murphy is doing cool things that came out of the COVID pandemic. Like a lot of things, we just I got done talking to an author last week, and so many people started businesses or changing their lives during COVID. And Liz Murphy started a company called Perky Plant Co. Welcome to the program. Thanks
1: so much. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. So tell me about like your journey of how you got
1: into plants and decided to make this plant food. Yeah. So actually, I got a little bit of an untraditional start with entrepreneurship. I go to the University of St. Thomas and I'm a senior entrepreneurship major there. Didn't have any intentions of being an entrepreneur when I started. But took Entrepreneurship 100 and was like, this is what I want to do. This is awesome. This is so fun. Loved the class. And so summer of 2020, I was looking for an internship after my freshman year and started working for Busy Cold Brew Coffee. Sure. Mr. Alex French, who is also
0: an alumni from that program and has been really amazing and on this podcast.
1: Yep. So Alex and Andrew worked for them kind of on and off through COVID, through playing soccer for St. Thomas, but then sometimes not playing soccer because it was COVID and loved the startup world, kept working for them. And in 2021-ish, we started, Alex and Andrew specifically started thinking about things in the plant space because they had plants through COVID, were working from home and realized, which I completely agree with and we centered our company on, that having plants in your office, in your bedroom completely change your environment and improve your mental health. So they wanted to start something in that space and I was working for them and I was passionate about it. So we started Perky Plant together. So Alex, Andrew, and I are the co-founders of Perky Plant and we founded it in the summer of 2021.
0: And just to be clear, Perky Plant is a plant food.
1: Yep. So we make organic plant food for your house plants. It's in a really easy to use shaker bottle. So picture a spice jar full of our organic plant food. And you just kind of shake that on your house plants when you're watering, and crazy growth will happen. It'll make you super happy seeing how much your plant is growing in your house.
0: It is really a unique design that I can't believe hasn't been thought of before. Like it's very simple, but yeah, it's not like anything that's really out there.
1: Yeah, I really like that it's a shaker bottle um, and that it's powder. Some people think that the liquid is easy, but I think that's still messy. Um, and our product, you can actually just shake on your plant and then water, or you can mix it in before you water. And I've done both ways and both ways are super simple and easy.
0: So tell me about What you talk about mental health and mental health is an important aspect of your company. Tell me about a the connection that you feel plants have with mental health, but B, why in particular you guys wrapped your messaging outside of plants, you know, just being great, around the mental health.
1: Well, mental health is a core part of Perky Plant. So while Alex and Andrew were kind of formulating that actual mixture for the the product, I was working on our mental health mission. Our mental health mission is we're on a mission to improve the mental health of a million people through plants and also awareness and also events. So we kind of wrap those all in. And the reason we started this company is because those plants were improving our mental health, having them in our environment. So like being in nature, right? Everyone knows that improves your mental health, going outside in nature. In COVID, we weren't going outside. So there was a way to bring nature inside. And as we, you know, we validated that ourselves, we felt the plants were improving our mental health. But the more research I've done, the more I've seen that it decreases your heart rate. It increases positive thoughts, things that like scientific studies have been done to show that just having the plants in your room does improve your mental health. So we do a lot of cool things with our mental health mission, but my favorite one is our buy a bottle, donate a plant campaign. So twice a year, we're doing it this year in April, and then we do it in September. Every bottle sold, we donate a plant to a college student. And that's so fun because we get to hand out, we've handed out over 2,500 plants to college students. We set up on the University of Minnesota or St. Thomas campus and hand those out. And there's people who've come back and we've done it since we started, come back and be like, I still have your plant, but I want another one to put in my college dorm. And we know that 18 to 25 year olds is the most at risk time for mental health struggles and mental illness. So being able to take our mission and something we know, it's the plants that improve your mental health. Being able to hand those out to people has been really impactful.
0: What is inside, I mean, without getting all proprietary, (laughs) the the plant food itself, is it based in like fish
1: skins so it's 100% organic um and there's a couple we take a couple different local ingredients to mix it um but it's 100% organic and then the magic sauce that's in there is called myco I can't say it <laughs> myco and we just call it myco sorry sure. uh that that is really the growth piece um so there's that and calcium magnesium and sulfur and so um, that's kind of the magic sauce that goes into it, but we have three different varieties. So each of them have a different MPK ratio. Um, that's really essential for plant growth. Our all purpose is a high nitrogen fertilizer, which really increases that growth. Our house plant has an MPK ratio of four, one, two, and then our succulent fertilizer is just a lower MPK ratio. Cause those are desert plants that aren't getting a lot of nitrogen necessarily out in the wild.
0: I did figure out when I was looking at your Instagram today that I'm overwatering my succulents.
1: Yes, you are. Almost everybody <laughs> is. We so, we love them. We want to take care of them. So we water them, but they don't need that much water.
0: No. And I think I'm probably
1: overwatering my orchids too, if I had to guess. Probably that's another one that that people often have as a first plant too. When you it's one of your first plants, you just want to make sure it's okay.
0: Yes. And succulents, according to your site, and I believe it, you really wait until the dirt is dry and crumbly before you water them, which usually is about once a month in a winter home.
1: Yeah. And I like to bottom water my succulents because then they are able to take in what they need. If you have a drainage hole at the bottom or can put them in water, they kind of take up what they need and kind of stop when they're done.
0: Oh, that's smart. I never even thought about that. See all the things that we're learning today.
1: Well, I had about 2000 succulents in my college house bedroom. So I had to learn how to take care of them pretty quickly before we handed those out for the event. Okay.
0: So you took care of all the plants in your college dorm room. That is hilarious.
1: It's, it was pretty fun. Um, And like I said, we started in summer of 2021, but it was kind of like a side hustle. We did our mental health mission. We sell it on Amazon. It was going really well, but I became passionate about it and became the company's CEO. In summer of 2022. That's really when I took off and started getting it, us into plant stores, started really getting that marketing out there. So it's been fun since, since then to really see the brand explode a little bit more. Are
0: the plant stores locally adopting the product and how are you marketing?
1: So we do a lot of direct sales to plant stores. We're all over the country, but we're in a bunch of local ones. Planty Queens, Lost in the Forest, Fractal cactus um, are some of our favorites right around yeah. here. Lilydale Garden Center. So,
0: and otherwise, how do you do the marketing? Are you really like focused on like a an SEO strategy? Focused on like working on Amazon and getting pulled through there.
1: So Amazon is huge. Um, Alex and Andrew are Amazon experts with Busy, so they they do all the work on Amazon. But outside of Amazon, we're really focused on social media. So growing our social media following and then working with plant influencers. Plant talk is one of our biggest (laughs) places of marketing because those are plant people who are plant experts that people on those apps are turning to to see what kind of products they're using and also how they're taking care of their plants in general. So we've partnered with a lot of people on TikTok. And one of our local favorite influencers is Nicole Larson who works at Planty Queens. Her Instagram is um, Nicole Larson Grows, I believe. Um, And she has been a really good partner. She's actually come to some of our events to hand out plants as well. So. Isn't it funny
0: that you can be a plant influencer? But it makes total sense. I mean, I'm a food influencer, like, yeah, kind of influence whatever space you're in. But if you would have said like five years ago, there'd be influencers in the plant space, I would have been like, what? But it totally makes sense. And I know like Planty Queens too has such a great Instagram following, and
1: they're amazing. They're really, really cool entrepreneurs at Planty Queens.
0: Now you have the entrepreneurial bug. Can you see like doing other products or finding ways to expand in the plant space or are there other interests that you have? Because you're pretty young. So this, this could be just the start for you. Most entrepreneurs don't stop at one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see. Um, I'm kind of on the perky plant journey right now and seeing where that goes, but definitely. And also in the plant space, it's a huge, huge industry. So there's definitely other places that Perky plant can go. We're focused on our three SKUs right now, but definitely have floated some other ideas. Um, nothing coming soon, but that we can do with the Perky Plant brand because I think our brand is is a pretty cool, cool brand.
0: Very much so. And you know, when you think about what makes someone happy or preventing mental illness, just like friendships, connections, like you could have a whole line of your own plants that could yes. be sold you know, as a way to help improve mental health of everybody.
1: Yep. And how we looked at it as is the plants are what is improving people's mental health, right? But as someone who wasn't always the best at taking care of plants before I started this company, it doesn't improve your mental health to have dying plants. Right. So you really need those to be thriving. And we say keeping those plants perky um, for it to have the mental health benefits.
0: What was your family upbringing? Like, is your family in sales or are they creative entrepreneur types?
1: Well, my family influenced pretty much all of my life. I love hanging out. I have two sisters who are younger than me and my parents and we traveled all over. So family is really important to me. Neither of my parents are entrepreneurs, but encouraged me to go to St. Thomas and go do business and have been so supportive when I was like, I think I'm going to do this with Alex and Andrew they've been the most supportive. My mom's a lawyer and my dad is a journalist. Um, so they've just been really supportive of me doing this. And when I had things like I was home for winter break and I had a giant order from a co-op come in because we work in a bunch of co-ops. Sure. My dad was encouraging me. You got to go back up to Minnesota. You got to fulfill that order and encouraging me to do things like labeling with my friends. Um, And then my mom being a lawyer has been really nice reading some of the legal things, setting up Perky Plant as a business, making sure my own contracts are good. So they've really just been supportive on this journey. Even when I'm, I'm hesitant about things, they're always like, you got this, um, which they have been in every part of my life.
0: Oh, you're so amazing. So did you, do you
1: do the social media yourself or have you hired someone? I do it myself Um, as a business owner. I've learned and actually listening to a lot of your episodes have heard people like everyone has their things that they're not interested in. Um, And I'm super interested in social media and I love doing it, but it definitely falls low on the totem pole. Sometimes when I'm selling, you know, getting the reward of selling into a new store is way bigger than the reward of posting an Instagram post, especially when we have a small following but it is so important to do. So I actually hired a really great intern um, who's one of my classmates for January, and she just made a ton of content for us to use. So I just have to post that now, which is super nice. Her name's Katie McDonald, the great um, entrepreneurship student here at St. Thomas who's helped me. So I have content to post and I just need to keep posting it.
0: And a lot of it is just that it's You know, you can be strategic in your mission and make content a month at a time. And then, you know, you have your schedule and your calendar. You do need to, one thing I think that is hard is you do need to still engage with that content, right? Because people are like, oh, this is so cool. And if you're not focused on it because someone else is actually doing the posting, then you miss the opportunity for some of those engagements. So I encourage entrepreneurs that outsource to make sure that either the outsource company is also following through on that engagement or that you are being conscientious about following through on that engagement. Cause I think sometimes there's a disconnect there and people fall off.
1: Yeah. And for sure. And I've listened to some of your episodes where entrepreneurs were just struggling with the social media. And for those entrepreneurs, I would really encourage them to do a small internship with a local college student. Minnesota university of St. Thomas has so many business students who no social media, like the back of their hand and for not that much would be willing to do like an hourly internship where they create content and teach you how to do social media for your business. So many people have approached me and like, do you need help with your social media? Just classmates of mine. So I think those smaller businesses, that would be a really great thing, resource for them to use.
0: Yeah. And is there like, I'm going to raise my hand and say, if there's anybody out there that cooks food, Or would make recipes because I am doing TV stuff all the time, but I can't turn my camera on myself. So I'm raising my hand if anyone out there is in the food space that wants to help make recipes or just spend a couple of afternoons a month in my kitchen, I can get everything set up because it is important and it's hard to just turn the camera on yourself.
1: Yeah, definitely. So Um, I I mean there's gotta be a way to connect those college students to the entrepreneurs. Yeah. Cause even I was on a run listening to one of your episodes and I was like, all of a sudden wanted to help one of the, the recent granola entrepreneur you interviewed. I wanted to be like, I can do it for you. Obviously I can't cause I'm a full-time yes. college student and running this business. But I was just like, there's gotta be a way to connect her with someone. to do her it, I would media. say
0: too. Yeah. If the, if you have some influence at the school, let them know. <laughs> like if there's a, A portal or some way that we can connect some of these folks, I'd be happy to um, help facilitate that because I think that is the number one need that I hear on all of the podcasts that I've done is really a lot of these entrepreneurs just, they don't get any joy from the social media side and it is important and they just can't stand it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, Liz, it is great to talk to you. Liz Murphy is Perky Plant and Alex um, is really, Alex French is, You know how sometimes you interview someone and you know right away, like whether they have it or not, like I could just tell that he really like had it. And I've been so interested in watching his company, Busy Coffee, grow and the product's really excellent to boot. Like if you like cold press, I love just mixing his espresso cold press with a little oat milk and shaking it up and maybe if I feel fancy, I'll add a little vanilla, but sometimes not even that. Yeah. um, Just really a great product. So I'm so glad you reached out to me. I'm excited about your mission. If
1: I can ever help you pass out plants or do anything, <laughs> let me know. For sure. Yeah. Well, I just want to say Alex has been a really great mentor for me. And I remember listening to his Makers of Minnesota podcast in 2020 when they did that. So that was definitely one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today.
0: Well, I will say your enthusiasm and your support will continue to help other makers grow because they'll listen to this podcast and be inspired by what you're doing for others. So that's kind of how it works, right? You just, you pay it forward, you share your story and you hope that other people are inspired and get on board. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to buy your perky plant stuff too when I see it. So
1: Yeah, well, we're on Amazon and then our website is perkyplant.co. That's C-O is where you can find us. And you can also find us in those local stores that I, that I listed before. So
0: yeah, Plenty Queens, and I'm going to go ahead and look it up. All right. Thank you so much, Liz. It's been great talking to you and I can't wait to see where this goes
1: for you. Thanks for having me. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.